So people want to learn more from the citizens, informed citizens' perspective. I think people are just tired of uh, this hyperventilated response and and just reading the New York Times is of the world, the Fox News is of the world, and just want to hear what's going on from the regular folk, you know what I mean, and what they're thinking. And you mentioned some things such as, let's see, um, the border, BLM, uh, sports sure. stars. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk sure, about I mean, those. Okay. Well, I mean, I brought up the border because I found myself on uh, a few different news articles and it seemed like one of the um, outrage points that I'm seeing these days is that there were forced, forced sterilizations oh, shit. Uh, performed on illegal immigrants that were at the border, right? I and never heard that. This, this came from one nurse that they're calling a whistleblower who said she talked to five different women in this period of three months and and they they all sort of suggested that they had um, hysterectomies against their will. Hmm. I, I uh, never heard that, but yeah, go on. Well, I mean, this I think this is just one microcosm, I think, of a yeah, a bigger topic that we can shift to later. Yeah, but 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 you know when I did some digging, the uh, the people at ICE they completely denied this. They said on record since twenty since your day till now, we have we have two women that because of health problems were recommended to get that procedure done by a board certified gynecologist, right? Uh-huh. And there's just there's just no evidence. And and so so that so the reason this was brought up in the first place that this forced sterilizations is that, you know, look look how bad the US is. This is the the sort of the whataboutism that you see when somebody bad maths bad mouths, you know, China and, you know, what's happening with the uh the Muslim women there, mm-hmm. and you know, they're saying, "Well, how can how can the U.S. talk? You know, how can U.S. talk bad about anything given their checkered history?" And it just shuts down any discussion. And worse than that, it's it's not even true, right? Where it's it, well, at least there's still a pending investigation into it. Extremely unlikely. Right. Yes, it's extremely unlikely, and. And um, at best, a false equivalency, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because uh, those women who had allegedly done on them, um, they are likely to get deported back, right? There's at least a good chance of that, right? Or are they in line to become full-fledged citizens? No, likely to get deported back. And you hear the sad story yes. where this woman's like, I can't believe So this what's got the incentive? Now I, yeah. have to, now I have to tell my husband I can't have kids. Very, very sad, right? 
Yeah. So what's the ICE's incentive to sterilize people who are not even coming in? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it just it just does a really good job of painting, uh, yeah. you know, white America bad, trying yeah. to perform eugenics on a worldwide population. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I think that's just crazy stuff. I mean, mass hysteria, highly unlikely if you just think about it logically, that kind of thing is what I feel like. I mean, the border and immigration, I mean, it's totally out of control. I think it's about time that you uh, reach some kind of compromise and say, hey, okay, if you came before this date, we'll work with you and get you some citizenship path or whatever. I mean, you know, that's how I feel about illegal immigration from South America, basically. I mean, I think you're at a point where you have to do something, you know what I mean? And uh, otherwise, it's just uh, straight up illegal immigration and, and you just live with it versus uh, kind of the right wing, ultra right wing response to it. And it's just unhealthy for everybody, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So it sounds like we... Uh, Kind of are in, in agreement with uh, with the border situation. Uh, you you said something really interesting about uh, like Babe Ruth and sports uh, hero worship and what that is today. Any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, this is something I think we've touched on before, but you know. You're starting to see a, a divergence in sports athletes between the ones that are outspoken and the ones that have sense not to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's some that say, okay, you should definitely always use your platform to be a loudspeaker for issues. Um, but there's others that say, like, look, I'm not. I graduated high school and I went right into sports. I'm, not, I'm hardly educated on this. And, and yeah. using my personal experience as what it's like to be a minority in this country, for example, mm-hmm. I would I would argue that you know most minorities haven't been hero worshipped since they were 16. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's not I don't know and then you look at you know how these athletes are filling this role right like Babe Ruth was not exactly a good hero Mm -hmm. but you've had other other sports athletes come on and embrace embrace the role right as, as as being some larger than life uh, above it all person that that doesn't make mistakes right yeah, it, it just feels like a lot of pressure it feels like it feels like um, incredibly unrealistic that not only now are yeah. we looking for these athletes to have a voice on every single topic but we're also looking for them to not be human you know what I mean? 
Yeah, absolutely. So when I was growing up as a kid, right? So I'm thinking, uh, I'm looking at some of these sports heroes growing up and I'm thinking, damn, these, these guys are kind of like uh, comic book superheroes. So as a child, most children, they're kind of looking at athletes that way. But then you kind of grow up and and you kind of separate the two, right? I mean, the sports hero versus the actual person. And and sometimes the views still align and you, you're in agreement with that person's political views as a grown-up or whatever. But um, it seems like today that just continues on forever and whatever a, an athlete does uh, – Politically, you have to be in agreement with that political athlete, you know. So it's kind of weird, but also they just hold a whole lot of power. So Major League Baseball moved their all-star game, right? So I think that's a good uh, example of, of the power some athletes hold. I think Mookie Betts, for example, um, he's got to be one of the biggest contracts holders, right? Like insane money. So I think... Him saying, okay, I'm not going to play in the All-Star game uh, because it's taking place in Georgia, and Georgia just passed this questionable law or whatever. And the whole league feels that pressure. One of the biggest athletes from one of the biggest teams. So they just decide, you know what, let's just side with them. And the political wind's heading that way too. So it's, it's also that power, raw power of money too, you know what I mean? And uh, as far as, yeah, political views or whatever, um, like if you hold the opposite political views, you're like, uh, you know, the so-called shut up and dribble response, you know, whoever that was, yeah. Sean, Sean Hannity, whoever. Uh, yeah. it's like, so it's like, again, just massively divided response. And it's just typical of today's America, you know? Just to clarify my position on the matter, though, it's like mm. I don't I don't feel like anyone should have their voice stifled, and they want to use their platform as much as they want. Go for it. Um, I think the problem lies with the people that are listening to these things, right? I think they're just mm. they're just putting too much weight on what. Um, what the the opinions and stances are of athletes and and non-experts in general. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how I personally feel about it. Um, So in in general, uh, I think if you say, I'm not very familiar with the very specifics of the Georgia law, whatever, but I don't believe personally that there are legal barriers to immigrants and to minorities today in America. No legal barriers. There are some socioeconomic biases in people's uh, personal views on race and stuff like that. So, and and I think celebrities definitely overreact and f- make it, uh, push the narrative more towards that, oh man, America's just an in- unjust country and there's a lot of injustice legally, which is not the case legally no um there are social biases and things like that um use of uh power tripping in police and other things which is something we can talk about uh later as well but 
a lot of racist people out there, but the vast majority of Americans are not racist and there are no legal barriers. So a lot of times it seems like celebrities and athletes, they feel like they want to be a part of this great mission and social justice and they tend to overblow things is how I feel personally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Yeah, what do you what did you think about the uh that uh Chauvin, how you say that name? Chauvin guy. Yeah. The uh, the officer that got arrested on all counts. And yeah. I'm gonna be perfectly blunt. I mean I did not I think I saw the video or at least parts of the video mm-hmm. when it first came out. That was, yeah, I don't know, part of a year ago. Yeah, a definitely, ago. A year ago. Uh, and you know, it's it was it was it was certainly upsetting to see that. Um, and but you know how much the social climate affected the verdict is massive question. I think massive um I think if there was no politics involved uh, I still think the dude would have got convicted uh, whatever degree murder or whatever because dude was certainly negligent of uh, a human being's life and uh, first and I foremost so. uh, I mean I'm not convinced of that no, I, I, I don't. I won't go that far. I mean, I, I just, I just wonder how far the pendulum has swung to where you're seeing, you know, this this trigger response on whatever the next tragedy is, and you have people like LeBron James saying, "You're next." Yeah, yes, like yeah, that. yeah. I saw that. I think that's definitely way too far uh, for LeBron to uh, singling out. Did he single out a police officer or something? I, I just saw a news flash or whatever, but reaction. But I think it was yeah. that he's not alone in having um, to yeah. where we're, we're you know, reaching for the gallows before we've had a fair trial. Yeah, and I think yeah. this guy. I won't say he got a completely unfair trial. I don't know if I can remember somebody getting convicted on three different counts for the same crime like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, yeah. Again, know. I think, uh, I think he, he was certainly guilty of abuse of power and negligence and, uh, and that kind of stuff. Uh, Cause there are videos of him just straight up putting all his weight in the dude's neck. I mean, come on, you know? Um, and sure. that's just insane. I mean, what, I mean, at the very least that's power tripping, uh, on a fellow citizen, I mean, what the fuck, right? But uh, yeah. at the same time, yeah, political climate. I mean, Joe fucking Biden weighs in and saying, I spoke to the victim's family and hope the verdict comes out right or something like that. And a bunch of other congressmen and, and, and this lady from uh, L.A., uh, Maxine Walter or something, Waters, saying uh, some controversial, I don't remember what it was, but insane amount of political pressure on the jury. So yeah, definitely that dude had no chance basically what I'm saying, you know, before even, uh, yeah, no <laughs> yeah, yeah. So everything lined up against him. And, but 
But I mean, yeah, I mean, dude. Uh, I, but I mean, you can't say dude was uh, unrightfully just uh, a lynch. Uh, what do you call it? mob lynch? You know, because dude certainly was uh, in the wrong. You know. But uh, yeah, I mean, like like I said before, though, I mean, this race and uh, policing is definitely an issue. But I think the bigger issue is power tripping in policing. I think when you got the badge and the uniform and the gun, uh, the police are just definitely way too much power tripping. Like, uh, oh god, yeah. Like that yeah. guy, army guy, uh, getting pepper sprayed and getting dragged out of his car in Virginia, you know? I mean, what the hell? Like, dude was basically asking the question, what did I do wrong? Why? Why? The officer's like, you're not complying. You're not following orders. Get the fuck out. So it's kind of like, I'm the total fucking law here kind of mentality. You know what I mean? And well, you know, I don't know I, if that's I, correct. I ended up running into some cops the day of that verdict. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not one to miss an opportunity like that because I'm being, I don't know, socially normal. <laughs> so so I went up and just, you know, flat out, you know, asked him, you know, how, how has today been for you guys with the verdict and, and things like that. And... Hmm. It's fascinating. I mean, he said, he his response was like, uh, you know, it's 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 a shame that you know we get judged on the actions of of one guy mm. when you know we have ten thousand traffic uh, incidents. You know, no 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 issue whatsoever. But one comment that kind of surprised me was that he said. None of this would, none of this would happen if people just did what we told them to do. Yes, exactly. Do that's what I yeah. Tell you to do. Right, right, right. But so that that's like, where I'm uh, conflicted. I don't like that attitude. Exactly. Yes. So I'm like, you're a public servant paid by the taxpayer uh, dollars. You know what I mean? So like, why are you behaving like a fucking tyrant all of a sudden? You know what I mean? And that. That whole mentality is is what makes him just power trip on people. I mean, just yeah. follow orders or I'm going to put you on the fucking ground, put your face on the ground, fucking kneel on you, whatever, and just handcuff you straight up, even if there isn't a clear and present danger kind of thing, you know? Of course, they deal yeah. with all kinds of fucked up issues and hanging out in the worst part of a town and dealing with that shit daily or whatever, but still, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I don't envy their sort of warped perspective of, of what society is based on the sampling that they get on day to day. It's gotta yeah. be it's 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 gotta change your outlook in, yeah. in, in a negative way. Um, yeah, I mean I mean I'm I'm considered by my liberal friends as a conservative guy, but then I talk to actual conservative guys, right? And they're like, if you only follow orders, these guys won't, you know, that kind of thing. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, yeah but I mean, come on. I mean, that, I think that assumption of 
um, you're God is kind of wrong. You know what I mean? Is a policeman, but but then again, I think the root cause of all that is um, drug laws, and uh, as long as uh, we have illegal drug trade in the country, police are going to be armed and they're going to be sensitive and uh, trigger ready. You know what I mean? So defunding and disarming police is not going to help anything. I mean, people are just going to fucking run wild and get shot every day. So police are doing necessary work at the same time, you know, but at the same time, because they're well armed, um, there's a lot of, uh, there's a high possibility of them shooting someone innocent too. So, I mean, I think that's when mentality and training and all that comes in, but that's, that's how I feel. Maybe some of this gets solved with um, technology. I've seen now where they're they're starting to take robots, robotic dogs. Hmm. I think they call them. I don't know. With them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like DARPA robots. Yeah, I think we're twenty years away, maybe less, to where you you don't have to put a police officer on the front line of a dangerous situation. Oh yeah, you yeah. have him sort of tell a police the situation, and and I think once you remove the officer from the clear and immediate threat to his life and personal safety, mm. um, you can tone down the adrenaline and some of the poor decision making. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, some lady cop shot a guy or. a or someone, right? Thinking she was about to taser him. I think that was... Uh... I, I, I've only heard, you know, sort of like the confusion around that because somebody thought it was her taser and they shot their gun. I mean, it really didn't yeah, make yeah. sense. But I didn't see any video or, or read that story yet. Right, yeah. If you, if you I... know it, tell me. I don't think there was a video, but this lady cop uh, basically shot a guy and uh, and basically uh, then said, oh, I thought I was just going to tase the dude and got detained and um, gave bail money or got jailed or whatever. But that was a fairly recent story. But... Uh, Obviously, the response was hell. The the handle on the taser and and the weighting of the gun they're all totally different. And a lot of times they're holstered in different places. Blah blah blah. But some people are saying, well, if your adrenaline is running high, and then you just pull out a piece, you don't know what it is. You know, just different responses. But uh, the one thing that's not deniable is obviously that the cop was. Terribly trained, you know what I mean? Under no circumstance she, that should she, be happening. Probably lose her job for that at the minimum. Right, uh, yeah. Was that person killed? I believe so, yeah. Oh my god, okay. So there's Terrible. definitely some kind of murder, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty flimsy excuse when... I've never heard of that happening before in the history of <laughs> That's true, yes. Pretty sure a lot of tasers have been used, too. Yeah, 
For sure, yeah. Yeah, that's just I'm a sure fucked up situation. Officers, that a nightmare is a day that they have to use their gun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, just maybe it's a libertarian kind of perspective, but uh, I mean, we're, I'd say both the left and the right, they're kind of against giving too much power to uh, elected public officials, politicians, and that kind of thing, right? And uh, similarly, I think if you're giving too much power to the police, that's kind of a uh, not a good thing, right? So, but at the same time, if you uh, just defund them, make them disappear, that's also just not a pragmatic thing. It's stupid. So, I guess they just have to find some happy medium or something. But for sure, I think power tripping and uh, and that uh, lack of training and and not understanding that you're serving the citizen and the public and you're just not out there with the uniform and being a fucking tyrant out there is is a problem. I mean, obviously it's a problem because, I mean, these big red flag things keep popping up, you know, I mean, and fucking cities are burning because of that. So you got to do something about it is kind of how I feel. So, yeah, uh, I, know, I hesitate to bring this up, but there's sort of a discussion we had um, where they, somebody had, there was some looting that took place over unrest over some of these situations, and I believe they spray painted uh, something like our our looting can never make up for what was stolen from us. Mm. Which and 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 the person I was talking to was said like, "Oh, that's that's very true. Why do we care so much about the looting?" Mm. And it just it just drove like a nail into my brain hearing that statement because. <laughs> I, I don't like that attitude. Um, looting is illegal and looting is wrong. And, and and doing it as a response to, you know, what was taking, taken from whoever felt like something was taken from them. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not a solution and it's not, it's not excusable. Yeah, you know. The way I see um, kind of violent responses such as looting, burning shit down, uh, I guess two different things, right? Looting um, is kind of like when people are mad and burning shit down, you kind of sneak in and sneak out some goods or whatever. Uh, but you're just mad burning shit down. Uh, I guess I could see that. Uh, let's say I'm living in, in the ghetto. I just fucking hate life. And uh, I just feel like the whole fucking society is oppressing me. And 
and you just fucking fed up with it. Something happens and just like a flash, you know what I mean? Uh, it's not just uh, American thing, not just a black and white racial thing. I mean, shit like that happens all over the world, you know what I mean? After a bad election in some country, for example. So, yeah, I mean, there's some of that. But also, um, in America, I think people like, I mean, there are, I mean, not just in America, there are political forces you kind of uh, inflame that a little bit, you know. But but I think bottom line is um, America is based on um, personal freedom, private property, those are kind of important things, you know what I mean? So especially if I have a place and, and some some guys come up and decide to loot my place or burn it down or whatever, that's not going to sit well with me, right? So right. Right. so that that's, that's where I'm at. So, I mean, I don't know what the answer is, but I, definitely not sympathetic towards destroying private properties because of something that happened uh not related to my property you know what i mean right 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 yeah yeah so i mean hopefully people see that as far as uh, if, if you're mad and you're trying to fucking burn a place down it happens to be some fellow citizen of yours you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah um kind of tied to that like let's say I just d- decide to defend my place and uh, and say I have uh, guns or whatever, uh, and I'm pulling out my piece and say, "Hey, get the fuck away from here." I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, and and that that's actually happened before in uh, in various places before, uh, where looting happened. So, and that makes you think. I mean, I'm kind of a pro Second Amendment kind of guy. I'm I'm not like this. Uh, on Labe, come and take it. Hey, here's my gun, kind of a gun fetish guy. But I still think, yeah, I mean, people have the right to just fucking own guns. I mean, for various reasons. So, um, but I don't know if I want to go and talk too much about guns here, but that's another aspect of liberty and personal property protection and pers- your own life and family's protection kind of thing that. Government, should they really have the right to do that for various reasons, you know what I mean? That's how I see it. That's, that's such a good topic. We should cover that. I mean, the, Okay. I think maybe just start it off with a, a line. Like, is it a good idea to own a gun? Yeah. Is it is it personally a good idea? For me, for me, I feel like Personally, it's not a good idea for me to own a gun. But part of the reason is that I feel comfortable knowing that enough people own guns. You know what I mean? Like that's that's part <laughs> of the reason I feel okay not owning a gun. You know, okay. Knowing knowing how uh, how how difficult it would be to occupy um, a a state where gun ownership is this high Mm -hmm. um, makes me feel secure. However, having a gun when the statistics are very, very bold in their declaration that your gun is most likely to do 
damage to you or a loved one. Or then yeah, if you totally. Have it. So I mean that that alone stop and that's that's enough of an argument for me to not get a gun unless unless I truly believe that the the um, the uh, uh, some sort of societal collapse is on the fringe. Mm. Then I'm getting a gun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, legally speaking, I think uh, currently you can't stop a person from just going out and being armed or whatever. And, but I think, uh, like, in most states, probably all states, if you want a concealed carry permit, you have to sit in a class and, and get very seriously educated on uh, – gun usage and gun laws and, and all those things and safely handling a gun and all that stuff. So straight up buying a gun, why not also have that training, you know, because just to have a gun, not having a concealed permit is very easy as long as you have a decent background, you know. So, yeah, I think my personal view now, again, I'm a kind of a pro-gun kind of guy, but I still think if a person's buying a gun, there should be a class or at least give them a few hours of videos, you know? And that's how I feel. Um, as far as not wanting to have a gun, totally understandable. I mean, why bother? Um, but there are situations... Um, if I live in a decent, nice, clean suburb um, or a part of a city that's just not very dangerous. Why the hell bother? You know, it's just another piece you have to worry about. But uh, in the other situations, dangerous neighborhoods, off working hours, crazy questionable neighbors. That's a good point. So I'm like, fuck, you know, why not just have one sitting in the car? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think people have to take into account people's different situations. Um, but I'm definitely for more training, I think. Um, and there's just more and more mental health issues, more and more weird-ass people out there. So uh, why not uh, empower people or not uh, infringe on people's right to just have one in case, you know what I mean? That's that's kind of where I'm at. Um, but then again, the other extreme of that... Uh, uh, Recently talked to a guy, uh, total gun enthusiast, gun fetish kind of guy. Dude said he had a container buried in the middle of a, a piece of land he owns. Container full of ammunition and guns. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? You know, that's taking it way too far, I think. I mean, what are you trying to start an army? Uh, one man army, yeah, Rambo? Sure. I mean, what the fuck? So, Yeah. <laughs> So that's I'm kind of in the middle, but pro gun is how I feel. Uh, more training, but pro gun. But infringing on gun rights, I think, is just just not a good idea, and just not legal in the first place. Yeah. 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 So yeah, covering a lot of. Uh, Recent American topics, man. What, uh, what, what else been in the news? Uh, 
what are your thoughts on this whole um, COVID vaccination and people feeling a little more comfortable outside and normalcy returning versus more news about more dangerous virus, uh, repeat vaccinations required every year. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on that, man? Vaccine passports. India, India, I think, has hit their highest death rate mm-hmm. um, ever right now. So is that a case of they finally, uh, they've been holding off and, and then um, well, loosening or um, whatever? No, I think it's it's a case of you know their their vaccinations hasn't been as as high and and to be honest, you know, talking with some of my Indian friends, um, they were sort of decreasing their cases via herd immunity because so many people got COVID. Mm. Um, you know, it peaked early on, but so many people got COVID that, you know, if you were going to get it, you got it at that point. Yeah. And it yeah. just didn't have as many vectors. However, just just having COVID and, um, and uh, uh, recovering from it doesn't give you immunity to it. So um, when this new variant came out, that was, um, uh, I don't know, for extra mutated in some way. That, oh, shit. That, that anyone that had COVID got COVID again, you know, assuming that they were quasi-vaccinated. You know what I mean? Okay. So this new variant is basically a deadly one that just killing a million people or, or not killing, but in fact, or finding out a million people got infected in a single day or some crazy stat I saw the other day. But it's a new variant. Is... Yeah. Yeah, now they're talking about doing boosters every year or six months or something like that. I hope they fix the side effects, though, because that one fucked me up. Which one? That vaccine. Is that the Moderna? Uh, Pfizer. Pfizer, okay. What kind of side effects? Uh, fever, chills. Uh, oh, Jesus, man. A lot of body ache. Uh, Holy shit. That first dose was nothing. Second uh, dose got me, though. Oh, fuck, man. They they fucked you up with that one. I got those microchips in my body. <laughs> yeah. So I took the one shot, Johnson Johnson. Uh, like, zero side effects but i'm thinking maybe that's because i previously had it i don't know you know what i mean so who the hell knows people different reactions yeah um but if if they say it's a year every year you got to do it and it's just going to be covid centric uh healthcare process and vaccine passports what are your thoughts You think, man, stop this bullshit, or do you feel like, yeah, this is kind of necessary? Um, well, I don't think it's a... I think it's sort of something that is going to be around for 
probably the better part of our lifetime now. Um, yeah. So I don't think you can ever eradicate this thing. Mm-hmm. And the way it's mutating. Um, but I, I do feel like the science is going to get better. The vaccines will be more effective and probably mm-hmm. longer lasting with fewer side effects. Yeah. In fact, you know, what we have right now is amazing, but it's also kind of a rush job, right? And yeah, yeah. Being that it's at its infancy, these things are going to get better. And I think it'll probably be able to outpace the virus faster than it can mutate. Um, so I don't think it's from we're going to have to worry about. If you're painting a hypothetical picture where we're in some sort of lockdown state, perpetually um yeah this lockdown thing i don't think it's gonna work man i mean but no yeah. i don't think that yeah 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 so i, I feel I don't you think there it has, I, mean, I, I don't think that yeah like even now it's like the people are not adhering to it right right so, when I go so to restaurants um you know, first times since uh vaccination yeah, like after the first shot, because the first shot gives you a good portion of immunity, right? Uh-huh. So between the first and second shot, we were looking to go to a restaurant. And um, it was uh, crowded as, as fuck, you know? Yeah, like yeah. And there was a wait. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, what the hell? I thought we'd beat the crowds, but no. Yeah, that that's, that's kind of like... Uh, where I live right now. Um, so I went to this restaurant. I, I typically just uh, take out my favorite food, which is chicken wings, good sauce there, you know. But that other day I decided to uh, sit down and eat, but I didn't order chicken wings because I don't want to eat with my hands in the restaurant now, nowadays, you know what I mean? But that restaurant basically turned into a nightclub uh, after eight. And it just turned into a disco thing. I was like, holy shit. And people just Fuck. pre-corona uh, discoing. I'm like, damn, it's interesting to see. Because I was vaccinated. I was like just sitting there watching, you know. <laughs> it was interesting, you know. Right. So it's like back to normal again. Interesting. Yeah. But as far as vaccine passports and stuff, um, I'm totally against that. I think uh, if you do... Uh, What's I think the idea go- of a vaccine passport. Basically, governments uh, requiring that uh, your form of identification contains uh, vaccination records or something like that. Terrible idea. Uh, that's legally going to open the door for medical records being identified with you, kind of thing. You know, just scary shit that could, uh, if it gets in the wrong hands. Um, you, I think medical records should be completely private. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that being said, um, the LA Lakers, your favorite team probably right now, is uh, <laughs> is opening up, but it's vaccine checking people for tickets. Oh, so, interesting. So, yeah, that's private sector taking care of things. You know what I mean? So if the Lakers feel like, well you got to be vaccinated to come to our game, then hell, that's their choice, you know? And if they 
But so does that not violate the same principles that you were talking about before? No, because that that's fine. And 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 then at that point, free market. I'm like, well, um, if I'm anti-vax guy, which I'm not, then I might say, hey, fuck the Lakers. I'm gonna go to, I don't know, the Clippers, who might be (laughs) not like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But (laughs) but if. <laughs> that's that's just like the Clippers broadcast, even though they play in the same building. Yeah, exactly. So if the stupid California <laughs> governor sucks, yeah. But then again, government or state shouldn't say, "Okay, you have to have medical records tied to identification or um, that kind of thing." So basically, then then it becomes just big problematic kind of situation. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I said before, um, if I said it before or not, but okay, you have to have CRISPR modification um, to avoid this and that in the future. I don't know, 20 years from now. And you you have to have that. Otherwise, you can't uh, basically uh, have any access to any societal functions. You know what I mean? That It kind of opens the door to that kind of despotic future. You know what I mean? But yeah. maybe I'm stretching it, but I mean a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you just leave it to the people, man. Um, even this lockdown thing, I feel like okay. I don't think you should tell as government to restaurants. Let's say, just let them do whatever the fuck they want. If they want to open it, let them be open. And if people feel secure. They mask up and go, and if they don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you. I think the initial lockdown was a was was a smart idea because we just didn't understand what we were dealing with. Um, okay, and and the the deadliness of this thing was poorly understood. So I mean, you're talking about. You're not just talking about the people at the restaurant putting themselves at risk. You know what I mean? These people act as vectors and interact uh-huh. with people, frontline workers and, and essential job employees that they they can't lock down, right? Fair point, but the grocery store and they're she... and they're and they're acting as vectors for this thing, and um, so. Yeah, but should we not trust their conscience and, you know, make make those decisions themselves? No. I mean, no. Because <laughs> you had people outright saying it was a hoax. Well, right from true. the beginning. Yeah. And you had people that... not Further than not being concerned about the virus for themselves, got angry at people that did get that did care, you know, they they got they became very frustrated with with people being deceived by some I don't know secret government deep, yeah, yeah. deep state that 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 was was really using it for their own agenda. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely some there. I mean, I'm just thinking in terms of myself and, and the people I know uh, and deal with on a day-to-day basis. They were kind of like just 
really watching their asses, you know, early on. They're like, oh, shit, it's going to get me, you know. And they were making conscious decisions based on those facts anyway, or th those fears anyway. So legally coming in and saying, okay, you can't be open. I don't know. Kind of a, not a straightforward issue like like you explained, you know. Could but they what be you... open except just not for, not for dine-in? Like, couldn't they still do like to-go food? Yeah, I think, yeah, you could. But, but, I mean, alternate reality. What if you just said, okay, um, if you're under age X, man, feel free to do whatever the hell you want because you're going to be sick for three days and you'd be all right anyway. With no, COVID, no, what do you think? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, no? Because it goes right back to what I was saying. This is a, this is a vector thing. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, also um, isolates uh, nursing homes, elderly. Um, I guess early on when there was no vaccination, I mean, it will be hard to uh, keep essential workers totally away from people and all that. But, but like, what what is really the the severeness of COVID? I mean, let's let's be real. What is it? Um, is it 1% death or what is the 0 0.01 or one? And, um, and it's very age and, uh, very age, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, I can look it up real quick. Scientifically speaking, what I'm getting at is why can't you concentrate all those efforts to just protecting those who are most likely going to die? Let's say this happens, uh, or, or you can't because it's a virus. Because old people interact with young people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you can isolate the elderly. Okay, you can say, okay, I'm not going to go to my grandma and uh, and meet her unless I have a mask on and keep social distance or whatever, right? And only talk to her outside. And at okay. the same time, I'm going to live my normal life as a 30-something-year-old man. You know what I mean? How, how come that didn't? That um, we had tragedies in nursing homes across the world where yeah. it spread like wildfire and just swaths of dead old people. Yes. I am willing to bet that we, with lockdown procedures, saved that tragedy from happening fivefold of what it did. What would you do? Um, what? What would you have done or do in the future? Well, I, 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 like I said, I think we, we, we saved a lot of lives by the actions we took. Oh, you think we the, did? Okay. We did. And we've prevented it probably from being fivefold worse with lockdown procedures. Okay, um, Biden. What? Okay, Biden. <laughs> okay, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Boomer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think it was a smart move to 
um, fully understand and fully um, learn how to live with this threat. I think. You know, yeah, early on, I mean, without people early on yeah. didn't have access to masks. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, they didn't know cloth masks could be effective. Um, also, remember that Fauci guy said masks you shouldn't wear or something. Yeah, that that's how yeah. poorly understood it was. Yeah, that this yeah. guy at the top didn't know that wearing masks would be as effective as it was. So, so you giving I mean, ourselves that time to just not be around other people. Yeah, it was uh, instrumental in flattening the curve, as they say. Okay. Because, because, and really, that's that's that. I think that goal was achieved in the U.S. You know, outside of New York City, early on. Um, because really, when your death rate starts going crazy, yes, yeah. when you have the spillover uh, with the IC units, right? Mm-hmm. And flattening it at the beginning so we could bolster that supply um, and understand how to treat COVID and and uh, understand who was most at risk. All that early data was incredibly valuable um, yeah. for what came next. Yeah, I mean, early on, I mean, who the hell knew? I mean, we all thought this was fucking Ebola, right? So, yeah, there's something to that. And also just some total dumbass, like I said, that Fauci guy uh, actually masks are bad and now it's good. And this New York thing, you sent uh, COVID infected people to nursing homes, that kind of shit. Um, hindsight's 2020, but, uh, but just going forward, I still think you just down lockdown. You just, uh, be conscious and isolate the uh, vulnerable as much as you can is what I'm kind of getting at. Let's say year 2021, 2022. Cause otherwise, I mean, your daily news feed is going to be, Oh, new variant. Um, this many people got infected. Um, okay. Yeah. So what, how many actual deaths, you know, is what I'm asking and to prevent those deaths. What are actual scientific numbers-driven measures? You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I'm sounding like a tool who, uh, for some people who might, you know, have totally different idea or whatever, but just from a practical perspective, you know, because this lockdown forever, I'm just not seeing, not because I'm anti-government or whatever. I'm just not seeing how humans especially if you're uh, a provider and um, if you have a job and also if you if you're just young I don't know how you can stop life going forward and no end in sight you know what I mean because that's basically the narrative that's being pushed right now on one side yeah um but life goes on. It's not. Yeah. It's not stopped. It's altered, um, and people are still finding ways to communicate with others. And 
you know, it's not ideal right now, but it it being different than what we're used to, what we grew up with, is mm-hmm. it's 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 uncomfortable. Terrible, yeah. So, including myself, so many people missed holidays, not seeing anybody, isolated. You know what I mean? And and just uh, yeah, going forward, let me. And they say, okay, we use the name new normal. And shit, should we really accept that as new normal? Or do you just uh, come up with pragmatic ways to just bring life, you know, back to what it actually is? I don't know. Maybe I'm uh, being kind of a, I don't know, stereotypical anti-masker kind of guy, but... By the way, I wear masks, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I went into a, I'm vaccinated. I walked into a business without a mask today, and I, I, um, I just didn't think of it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a good sign. Things have come back to normal. Anyway, all right. Well, let's, uh. Let's put a button on this thing. All right. Yeah, it's been a really good, strong episode. One of the best uh, so far. So many topics covered, right? Yeah. It was a, yeah. It was a whirlwind. We should yeah. probably stick to one or two next time and just kind of maybe cover them in more detail. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shoot me topics and we'll do another one. Yeah, but, likewise. Likewise. I'd, yeah. I'd love to hear what you, know, you, 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 um, you come up with the topics for the next one, and I'll and I'll try and do some research. Yeah, yeah. To get some new opinions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this kind of episode, this kind of podcast, you can't hear it on CNN. You can't hear it in Fox. You can't hear it anywhere. Yeah. Informed citizenry talking and giving you some knowledge as as some experts to the audience. Yeah. All right. This is how conversations used to be before COVID. That's right. With close friends, I think. And it yes. feels like you can't have conversations like this with most people you know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because we tiptoe so much. Oh, God. Yeah. It, it, we're, we're, we're scared of, of saying the wrong thing and yeah, yeah. being alienated forever. Absolutely. I know I can say anything to this host right here. Yep. And. He'll Vice versa. Of getting mad at me for saying it, he'll he'll ask me to explain my points. Yeah, yeah. I always learn something new, some new perspective from from you as well. You know what I mean? You get get very interesting and haven't thought about kind of perspective. Uh, definitely one of the smartest dudes I've met. Uh, one of my best oh, friends, is my dog. So, looking forward to the next sure. one, brother. Likewise, brother. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Peace out. Peace.